I'm Andrew. That's Rebecca. She's Stacy. And this is Used to Be Cool, the music podcast for people who like discovering new music, talking about old favorites, and sharing songs with the people we love. Rebecca, tell yes. us about the nightmare you assigned to us for this week. Well, mm. I, I, did I? Yeah. Was it me? Oh, yeah. it was me. Um, well, at some point, Stacy mentioned, or maybe it was you, someone. Someone said... It sounds more like me yeah. than I think you're about to say. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> that it was 2023, and so if we were going to do more dates, we should do dates that ended with threes. Yeah, so that they're like 70 or 60 or 50 years ago. Right. So mm. on, on the threes of the on, decade. On the threes. Yes, and so <laughs> I guess it's me. Weather I chose on the threes. 1953. Yeah, the first year that I put in for that when like on our spreadsheet list was 63. I didn't think that we would go, go any before that. before that. And then Rebecca threw out 53 the time before, and I was like, okay, <laughs> pre-rock and roll. because I said 1923, and you said no to that. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, that, w- that yeah. would have been terrible. Yeah, I mean, at that time, there was only like a song that came out I per know. year. Like and everybody, it took that total. long for everyone to learn the dance to it. Right. <laughs> and this year, it's the Jitterbug. Mm-hmm. Next year, it's the Charleston. Um, That's all you get. Yeah. How did you guys figure out what kind of music you were going to play this time? This one was kind of interesting. I, I had this in mind immediately. Oh, my pick. I had my you knew a song from 1953 off the top of your head. I had a very good guess for someone who would have a hit. Okay, and I just so happened that I was right. I'll talk about it in a minute. In a mo. Okay, I had to make a smart playlist from my Mm -hmm. collection. Did you have a lot of hits from the time? I had a number. So I, my, I think Stacy's the only one who probably knows this at this point. The intensity that I went through my iTunes at one point was borderline <laughs> insane. Was this during the pandemic or just like no, you just, on a just normal a, day? This was, a, this was oh, a structure cool. that I set up for myself and have maintained since. <laughs> oh, I don't like it when I have a compilation album but then can't figure out what year. Mm. So I want I want the year in the iTunes field to be, to the, be the year, year that the compilation album came out. But then I also want to be able to figure out what year each song, song was released. Yeah. Oh. So I used the beats per minute, the tempo field mm-hmm. to, to enter like what year it was released, the song, but all of the like dates in the year. It's because he knows the tempo. My just, brain he doesn't need it to populate. Well, I don't, I don't know if I've ever used that field at all. Like I, I okay. don't know what I would do with it, but, um, it's you, deep, right? I mean, it's, I, they're all tagged with my name or Ashley's name. So I can make smart playlists that like, Pull mm-hmm. only from my lists or Ashley's list. Is it or, who brought the music or who likes the music? Um, some of both. Mm, okay, it's tagged in different fields. It's it's it's, too, it, it's a database that is like <laughs> it's very complicated. It's, okay. it's a mess. Maybe if we do but, a mini sode sometime, we could get into it. Oh, I could screenshot it and like put it on the <laughs> internet. Look it's at this nightmare. Giving me anxiety. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So anyway, but so you made a playlist that so had. I had like, to do a smart playlist that mm-hmm. pulled from my secondary field to find out <laughs> if any of your compilation release songs. Yeah, not, got it. Yeah, because I have compilations, and right. so that one, I found a song in there that there were several songs in there that I liked, but I picked from that list. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I was looking up on um, there's this like vinyl shop online, 
and you can look by date. Like Discogs? Yeah, something like that. Okay. And you can look by date. And um, so I was looking at things that were released in the 50s, and there's a lot of jazz that I really love. Sorry. Oh, look, wow. that look on your face, Stacey. Your eyes. Yeah, I am. Wow. <laughs> wow. So anyways, um, I picked, have you ever heard of Django Reinhardt? Sure. I think. I have not. Oh, I'm surprised by that. I want to I'm very it. surprised by that. Um, well, I'm going to play his music. I'm and I think that you will have heard this. Okay. The title of the song is Brazil. Awesome guitar tone like yes people would die to get that sound today <laughs> like willingly kill their children <laughs> yes um so a little about him um he was a uh, romani belgian jazz musician uh, and composer and he really made uh gypsy jazz famous and obviously he's a nice. guitarist um, and weirdly enough, he died of a stroke suddenly in 1953. So mm. kind of weird that we chose that year. Anyways, mm -hmm. I really love a lot of his music. That is one of his more famous works. Yeah, it is. Um, I didn't, I'm realizing it just in the moment of you playing it. That was used in, 
I think that version of it, but maybe not that version of it, was used as the title theme to the movie Brazil, if you've ever seen. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Brazil. It's a brilliant and hilarious and very weird movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It was good for jazz. It was good for jazz. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't kill I want, you. I want to get you a t-shirt that has it on there. Good for jazz. It was good for jazz. <laughs> I still don't understand how you cannot like jazz. Really? Like as an entire genre. Oh, this is giving me very deep flashbacks to a conversation we had about dancing one time. <laughs> we're, we're surprised that I didn't like dancing. I, and then you named a whole bunch of different kinds of dancing. And I was just like, no, none of it. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> my brain just doesn't comprehend. I don't know, man. Yeah, it doesn't. No. Dancing doesn't do it for me either. Like to physically participate or or to, to like watch. watch. It's, it's now something name that, a bunch like, of different kinds and ask him if he likes it. It's <laughs> something that like you know I th- I respect the talent and artistry of it, but it it has no effect on me whatsoever. Interesting. Yeah, I don't find it engaging um, to like watch. There's so many of you. I don't understand what's happening. Do you mean the two of us? Yes. Yeah. What? You oh. you only expected it to be Stacy <laughs> all by her lonesome that doesn't understand or uh, physiologically respond to dance. I, I mean we're out there. Yeah. So. Well, okay. What's your pick? Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so I immediately thought. Oh, Ray Charles is going to have something. Mm. So cute. That was my first. I secured that in my pocket. Um, Because I think I texted you guys like that night or something where I was just like, oh, I got my pick locked up. Okay, yeah, but you didn't turn it in, which is... What what that did when you said that... I'm sorry. I immediately was like, I got to turn some shit in. How Mm. do you... Is Ashley... Yeah, Ashley. No, well, I asked her. I was like, has anyone else turned anything? And she was like, nobody. You're the first. And I was like, what? (laughs) What's this bitch talking about? She's already turned her shit in. So because I so immediately had something in my pocket, I wanted to give myself a little extra challenge to see if I could find something that like was maybe more obscure. Also because I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. people are going to pick this guy because people will just, this will be a heavy hitter. Um, So I went and looked through like um, the chess records catalog to see what I could find um, and went through a lot of like is there some old doo-wop is there old like I don't know doo-wop is really where I landed on that but <laughs> I didn't find anything that I really loved um, loved as much so what I found was Ray Charles and the song that I picked is The Mess Around and doing research for that, um, I found out, I didn't realize this, that, uh, if I could get to my goddamn notes here, um, that Ahmet <laughs> Erdogan wrote The Mess Around. Do you know who Ahmet was? Mm-mm. He was the founder of um, Atlantic Records. Oh. Um, he's so interesting. He was this, like, Turkish immigrant who decided that he wanted to like kind of get into the music business to put himself through school and ended up, you know, with Atlantic records as the thing that came out of that. That's amazing. Um, He was hugely influential in like early rock and soul music. Um, He was the founder of the rock and roll hall of fame. Like he was their founding chairman, just a totally amazingly interesting guy. Relation to Recep Erdogan, who's the current president of Turkey. Oh no, I think I'm I'm maybe not pronouncing his name very well. It's Erdogan. 
Erdogan yeah, is his last name. I, I, maybe I'm saying. I think it, it's E R D O G A N or something along those lines. They're different. Okay. Yeah, it's different. Got it. Um, so anyway, this is one of Ray Charles' first hits. Um, famously appears in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And again, this is the mess around. <laughs> And you like that song. I can and I will. No, that is jazz. Mm, I don't know if I would it say that. It is super jazzy. Are you kidding me? The well, way I the mean, instruments come in and out. Jazzy is not the same as jazz. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm in my corner. You're in yours. So, obviously, <laughs> a lot of like early r&b and things like built on yep. some all, of the big bands it's all the stuff. same back like but, back. and then like rock and roll follows that but like i can see where the structure of that is it had the very different the boogie piano yeah. keeping it yeah there's definitely chugging. a um a place where they're all the same thing and like there's zigs and zags and some of the <laughs> 
Zag, zag, I don't. I don't like some of the jazz. Zags. Got it. Got it. We might have to do a force feed. Oh God, no! Please no. I'm. Yeah. I'm I feel like the, you no, and Ashley. No, both. that's mean. Yeah. Why? There's so much jazz music. Yeah, it's a giant category. Like, How can you just categorically are, take out a whole? There are so genre. many landfills, but that doesn't mean I want to walk in the middle oh, of one and take a, a big whiff. That's such a good point. Yep, that's such like, a good point. <sighs> there's cool stuff in there too. You uncultured swines. Oh. I like jazz. <laughs> in fact, that to like move to my pick, that was where I expected to be going for this, mm-hmm. but it turns out like the majority of the jazz that I love there seems to be a hard stop for me basically in 1955 and forward like mm-hmm. back from oh, yeah. that yeah yeah I can um, um, I'm on board with that yeah so like even the jazz that I like Miles and Coltrane mm-hmm. and yep, Ornette yep, Coleman yep. like even that happened late 50s early 60s and I was surprised I was expecting more of it to be earlier um, the artist that you you said you went right to Ray Charles and thought you had it in the bag um, worked out for you. It did not work out for me. I thought I was going to go to Muddy Waters, um, uh-huh. who has anthology. Um, I have an anthology of his that goes back to like the 30s, but like the songs of his that were on that for 53, he was not super prolific, I guess, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hoochie Coochie Man came out the next year, which would have been perfect. It came out in 54. Um, so yeah, I was really hurting for this. Um, Sinatra was on my list. Mm. Um, I thought about doing that, but. I also like was like I can find something different. Um, it's funny that your person died because mm-hmm. um, so did mine. My in fifty three. He died New Year's Day at nineteen fifty three. Whoa! Hank Williams Senior. Ooh. Um. Nice pick. So yeah, he um recorded this song in nineteen fifty two. Um, it was released posthumously. Um. So it counts. It's official. <laughs> um, We're not going to fight you on it. But yeah. I mean, we both did look up, but okay. Yeah, oh, it, okay. it is true. Um, so here's um, I Won't Be Home No More by Hank Williams. Mm, nice. Well, you're just in time to be too late. I tried to, but I couldn't wait. And now I've got another day, so I won't be home no more. You're just in time to miss the boat, so don't take off your hat and coat. Be on your way, that's all she wrote, cause I won't be home no more. I stood around a month or two and waited for your call. Pitching woo, so come around next fall. I scratched your name right off my slate and hung a sign on my front gate. You're just in time to be too late, and I won't be home no more.
old buggy back to town You look me up, I turned you down And I won't be home no more You're just in time to change your tune Go tell your troubles to the moon And call around next May or June Cause I won't be home no more I used to be the patient kind Believed each alibi But that's all done, I've changed my mind I've got new fish to fry Will you just in time to celebrate The things you didn't calculate You're just in time to be too late And I won't be home no more That was great. Mm-hmm. I love the wordplay in that. Um, if you ever get the chance to go to the Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville, mm-hmm. um, they have a bunch of the original like, handwritten lyrics that he wrote. There's like a whole Hank Williams wing. Um, it's, a, it's a really, even if you're not a huge fan of country music, like it's a very cool and well-done museum. Yeah. Um, he was barely literate. Like you can see from the like writings, like he does none of the words are spelled like few of the words are spelled correctly. Like he's struggling, and yet like his intelligence is on full display when he's like in his medium, which is songwriting. And yeah, he um, was an amazing songwriter. Yeah, and like, and, and so I, I always really loved going when people would come to visit me, or if we went to the Country Music Hall of Fame when I lived in Nashville. I liked going there and pointing that out and being like, like this is not a sign. Like this was a smart capable guy who just didn't have like the formal education and like to be able to put together what he did um i love it just shows the like extent of human creativity and ability um that isn't always measurable in a traditional way um there were more songs of his that came out in 1953. Um, this is just the one. What a heartbreaking song to be released after you die. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's such a, I mean, it's such a upbeat, cool, I mean, the lyrics are cool, but what a, Yeah. I won't be home no more. Um, okay. The B-side of that track was My Love For You Has Turned To Hate. Um, it seemed like this session he spent a lot of time unhappy with his ex-wife. Um, it was recorded <laughs> in July of 1952 and then released... Um, after he died um, I was trying to pull up some of the other songs um, Take These Change From My Heart was released in 53 um, Weary Blues From Waitin' Your Cheatin' Heart was a mm. posthumous like probably the one that people know the most of his you know um, my favorite song of his was uh, A Tear In My Beer mm-hmm. oh yeah so good that was recorded in like the fifties, but wasn't released until the eighties, I think. Man, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When we, I mean, I don't know if you guys have watched the Ken Burns country documentary. Oh, it's yeah, amazing. A long, a long time ago it's when so it came good. out. But when I, they, I mean, they devoted quite a lot of time to Hank Williams, and when they were talking about, um, he wrote the lyrics to "I Saw the Light" that blew my head off. I just assumed that that was like one of those songs that had just always it evolved yeah. from this song to like, I just blew my mind that he wrote that amazing guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say out of the three of them, that was the only song that sounds old to me. Like uh, interesting. Um, yeah, I can see that. Ray Charles yours for sure. Like, 
and maybe that's just because jazz has been very um there's either like the avant-garde path or you stuck with the more traditional path and like you haven't buried a whole lot from it but like that one that song sounds old to me but to think that they're all 70 years old like do you think it's just the recording quality of Mm -hmm. that song that aged it because i don't know that i necessarily think he himself like his voice is lovely yeah i don't know but all the same year guys all three songs yes i have i have a hard time explaining why i think that one sounded old mm-hmm. compared to it the other two it feels older but there, somehow. for some reason mm-hmm. it feels it sounds older to me i don't know i just wanted to call <laughs> like that out like old timey yeah. it feels like black and white movie well yeah. good job for us not picking the same thing boo for you for not getting to rochambeau um, yeah rock yeah. paper scissor anyone but yeah. someday and you forced me to listen to jazz music mm-hmm. that, but i didn't hate it not bad for jazz cool not bad for jazz uh, check us out online. Um, our website used to be coolpodcast.com. Uh, Instagram, utbc.podcast. Um, like us and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. All used to places. be cool. Um, also, don't sue us. Um, mm, please. We just want people to listen to your music, Elvis. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, Elvis. Yeah. Oh, damn, guys. <laughs> listen, yeah. Just we want people Just to listen. Just fucking listen to us and uh, yeah, okay, goodbye. And tell your Bye. mom. See you next time. Bye. Bye.